जय जय शिचेतन जायानंद जाय प्रीत चंद्र जाया गौर भक्तवृंद जय जय शिचेतन जायानंद जय प्रीत चंद्र जाया गौर भक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे सो एवरी वंस इन वायल आई बीन गिविंग लेक्चर्स कॉल्ड सी सी असराफ्ट ऑन द टेबल गिव मी वंस Hare Krishna. I've been giving these lectures called CC Asraya, which means really to take shelter in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, and which ultimately means Lord Chaitanya is our shelter um, in this age. Uh, some people they relate more to Vrindavan. Some people relate more to Lord Jagannath. Some people call themselves Nishinga Bhaktas, uh, and that is all all there um, because it's, it's always been like that. That different devotees may feel attracted to different forms of the Lord. Nonetheless. Nonetheless, we are all dependent on the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. Without the mercy of Lord Chaitanya, it is not possible to uh, to really uh, go deep, to really enter deep into Vrindavan, to really approach Lord Jagannath, um, or to really approach Lord Nishingadev. Or any other form of the Lord, so C.C. Asraya um, is the Chaitanya Charitamrita is is in some ways um, similar to uh, Srimad Bhagavatam, and in other ways uh, it is also different from Srimad Bhagavatam. It is similar to Srimad Bhagavatam in the sense that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Is the person Bhagavat, and therefore his life is like following the principles of the Bhagavatam, um, which leaves all dharma, dharma projita kaitavotra paramo nirmatsaranam satam, that the non-envious person gives up all interest in in the cheating religions of karma and gyan. So it is about unalloyed, pure devotional service, which is what Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is actually living. 
So, of all the incarnations of the Lord, Krishna is the Supreme Lord, and Lord Chaitanya is worshipping Krishna exclusively. So, in this way, the life of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is representing uh, the, uh, the Srimad Bhagavatam. Um, the teachings of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are the same as the Bhagavatam. The one element that, that we don't really uh, find to the same extent in the Bhagavatam is that, uh, that unique element of mercy, of bringing up those who have no, no adhikar, no qualification, uh, and to somehow or other bring them in. Um, Lord Chaitanya is somehow or other awakening uh, love of God in, in, in the living beings. Uh-huh. So, I just want to in this asraya, look at different topics. Um, I can, I was thinking um, about the different incarnations of the Lord. And I was thinking about uh, Vamana Dev. I was thinking about Lord Varaha Dev. I was thinking about Lord Nishinga Dev, just to mention a few of the forms of the Lord. <clears throat> and uh, in each of these forms, um, the Lord appears with a strategy. And there are other forms too, where the Lord appears with a strategy. Uh, Mohini Murti, uh, Matsya Avatar. Uh, for example, uh, in the case of Vamana Dev, yes, here was uh, this very powerful. Bali Maharaj. And Bali Maharaj, by the help of Sukra Acharya, had performed great austerities. And Bali Maharaj had received a chariot and an armor that made him invincible. And on the, on the strength of great austerity, and Bali Maharaj rose up to the heavenly planets and defeated the demigods. Um, and, uh, and Bali Maharaj grabbed the throne of Indra. Mm. So at the, at the peak of his power, uh, here appears this most disarming personality, Vamanadev, a small brahmachari. Right? So it's like um, appealing to his... Uh, to, to the king for charity, which is, you know, what was the culture, and one would go to a king for charity. And so Bali Maharaj felt inclined to give something, such a nice boy, yes, please take something, yes. And then by trick, he took everything. So we see Vamana 
particularly comes in this way as 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 a very as a charming young boy, uh, very handsome, uh, very simple, brahmachari, uh, the kind of to bring out the mood of wanting to give. Uh, Lord Varaha is picking up the earth that has fallen to a dark place, to the Garbhadak ocean. So, therefore, uh, the Lord takes that form of a boar to lift the earth. So, uh, we see that the Lord, as Lord Dashinga, not in the day, not in the night, not as a human, not as an animal, da, 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 he appears like half man, half lion. Um, and at the same time, he can fully express his anger like that better than as a human being. And at the same time, he fulfills Hiranyakasipu's desires. So, uh, so Krishna uh, chooses his appearances very strategically. And as... Uh, as Lord Chaitanya, he appears as the hidden avatar, and he appears as Nimai. And as Nimai, he is just, uh, he's a great pundit. Mm. And as a, as a great pundit, he is like uh, invincible. He, he defeats everyone, he defeats people's arguments, then he defeats his own arguments. And then he defeats the arguments that he used to defeat his own arguments until everyone is just sitting there like, uh, what can we say? I mean, totally dumbfound. Uh, the scholarship of, of Nimai was extraordinary. All that in, in an era when scholarship was such a big thing when there was so much competition, um, when there was so much competition between various places. Uh, Ayodhya was a place of great learned Brahmanas, Kashmiri Brahmanas, South Indian Brahmanas. Uh, you know, the, the learned Brahmanas from, from Navadvip, and then this Dick Vijay Kashmiri Pandit shows up and, and Nimai defeats him. Uh, so there is no limit to his learning. Um, and yet, he just gives it up. Right? He, just, he just, even while still young, he just gives it up in front of all Navadvip. First, he rises to great fame in Navadvip right? for his learning. And next moment, he just gives it up. I mean... You can imagine, uh, you can imagine that had some impact. Um, so there was obviously, Nimai wanted to establish this, that the long-term, uh, long-term uh, long occupation of Brahmanas who would just spend their time arguing over Sanskrit interpretation to draw different meanings out of the scripture uh, was simply a waste of time. Mm. And that in the cause of that, the real essence had been lost, the essence of devotional service. 
So he returns to, to that essence uh, by the mercy of a devotee, because that is how one returns to this essence, um, by the mercy of a devotee. And Ishwar Puri is that wonderful devotee, and he is, um, he is with Ishwar Puri and, and gaining some, uh, some uh, opportunity to serve Ishwar Puri. Um, and he looks after him very nicely while, he's, while Ishwar Puri is staying in Navadvipa in the house of Gopinath Acharya. And uh, yeah, so in this way, um, Lord Chaitanya, uh, by the mercy of Ishwarapuri, manifests his uh, his nature as a Vaishnava, and then he becomes a Vaishnava, Bhakta Rupa teaching by example. And um, no one has ever seen such an example. So we're looking at all these things. Um, so uh, whenever we look at Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we're looking at an example, not an example to imitate, not anukar, but anusar, not imitating, but following in the footsteps. Just like... Prabhupada said, do as I do. Uh, of course, you know, we can't be like Prabhupada. We can't, we can't be like Lord Chaitanya, but uh, we try to, to really make Krishna the priority and to spend our time with Krishna. And because that is the interesting time, is that Lord Chaitanya is just... Uh, is just focused on Krishna. So by getting Lord Chaitanya, we are automatically going to Vrindavan. And Lord Chaitanya takes us to Vrindavan. And in this way, uh, but he takes us there in a proper attitude. Right? And he takes us there uh, really with the uh, with proper sadhana with proper practice and all these activities so um, yes that is very nice and, and in this way our natural shelter is Lord Chaitanya and through Lord Chaitanya Krishna becomes our natural shelter um, we see how much Ratha Yatra is just part of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's life since he's there in Jagannath Puri and and how it, and we discussed how these two are completely together, Jagannath and Lord Chaitanya, because Jagannath is Krishna, Krishna residing in Dwarka. And when we read the Briyad Bhagavatam Rita, in the Briyad Bhagavatam Rita, there is a reference how one day Krishna didn't get up and everyone is quiet and, uh, and saying, Krishna is not well. Krishna is not well. He has a headache. He is like, you know, let him rest, let him rest. So everyone is quiet. Until Satyabhama just breaks the silence and said, I can't tolerate this hypocrisy. What is going on here? Everyone is acting as if Krishna 
is not. Well, everybody knows what is wrong with Krishna. Satyabhama, Satyabhama, please, Satyabhama. And Satyabhama is not to be stopped. And Satyabhama is, is pointing out, every, all of us know very well that when Krishna is lying at night in the arms of his queens, that sometimes in his sleep, in his dream, he's speaking the names of the gopis in Vrindavan. And everyone knows what is wrong with Krishna, that he is in separation from the gopis of Vrindavan. So this is Briyad Bhagavatam Rita. And uh, yes, and we also hear more about this in... Uh, in Gopal Champu from Jiva Goswami. Jiva Goswami is also describing that uh, Krishna is, Krishna says at one point, he says, um, I think that the residents of Vrindavan are the original and that the residents of Dwarka are the expansions. He said, because when I am with the residents of Dwarka, I think of the residents of Vrindavan. But when I'm with the residents of Vrindavan, I never think of the residents of Dwarka. So this is it. Krishna is in, in Dwarka, is always in separation, in separation from Vrindavan, and therefore thinking about Simata Radharani. And uh, so, so Jagannath is now Krishna in Dwarka. So it's Krishna in separation of Radharani. And then Lord Chaitanya is, is now in the mood of Radharani. He is Radharani. See Krishna Chaitanya, Radha Krishna, Nahi Anya. And so in Ratiyatra, these dynamics are there. Both Krishna in separation, Radharani in separation. So in this way, Jagannath Puri, is the abode of separation. Uh, yes. And Kurukshetra, which is the place where Ratiyatra began, is also the abode of separation. Mm. So, in this way, um, we have the Dhams, the three Dhams, and that are very much part of Lord Chaitanya and the reason why they are part of Lord Chaitanya. So it's not just, well, Jagannath Puri is one of the three dams because, uh, of our movement because Lord Chaitanya went there. No, there is a specific experience in, uh, in Jagannath Puri, that experience of vipralamba or of separation. And, uh, and Vrindavan is, of course, uh, the overwhelming land of Krishna, where everything, everything is just only meant for the pleasure of Krishna and everything is connected with Krishna intensely. Every tree is totally dedicated to Krishna and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is dedicating, is, is embracing every tree. Uh, the deer in Vrindavan, they, they just all come to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because all these deer in the forest are devotees. Uh, so in this way, uh, Vrindavan is just uh, 
a place, a place of, of devotees that are all just absorbed in Krishna and all making arrangements for Krishna. And, uh, and so that is, 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 is naturally the place where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is thinking about. And he can't wait to go there. And as soon as he takes sannyas, he wants to go there. So in this way, um, Lord Chaitanya's movement unfolds uh, and we find our shelter in that movement. Um, even with our individual natures. So let us just read something from the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Uh, I don't know. When Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associates uh, saw such impudence exhibited by the maidservants of the goddess of fortune, they covered their faces with their hands and they began to smile. Mm. Okay, this is, um, we are back to the Hirapanchami pastimes, which we have uh, touched upon the other day. Um, but maybe we didn't read this, these verses. So it is uh, Madhya Lila 1435, 136. Damada kahe so Damodar said, there's no egoistic pride like this within the three worlds. At least I've never seen of it heard, or heard of it. When a woman is neglected and disappointed out of egoistic pride, she gives up her ornaments and morosely sits down on the ground, marking lines on it with her nails. I've heard of this kind of pride in Satyabhama, Krishna's proud green, and I've also heard of it in the gopis of Vrindavan, who are the reservoirs of all transcendental melons. But in the case of the goddess of fortune, I see a different kind of pride. She manifests her own opulences and even goes with her soldiers to attack her, her husbands. She Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, please tell me the varieties of egoistic pride manifested in Vrindavan. Uh, Sri Damodar replied, the pride of the gopis is like a river flowing with hundreds of tributaries. The characteristics and modes of love are different in different women. Their jealous anger also takes on different varieties and qualities. It is not possible to give a complete statement about the different types of jealous anger manifest by the gopis, but a few principles may serve as an indication. Um, yes, yeah, so this, this is uh, the point we have also discussed, that uh, at one point when one surrenders, one goes before Krishna and says, Krishna, I'm yours. But then uh, comes the next state where it becomes, where the attachment to Krishna becomes so strong that it becomes mamata. Krishna, you are mine. Uh, and then we see that uh, somehow or other uh, interestingly explained here, this Hirapanchami festival. Um, and I didn't actually fully explain that the other day, but it's very interesting, the difference. This goddess of fortune is, is showing this, uh, this uh, jealousy, right? This mood of your mind. And it said that we see that uh, 
it is described how the same exists that the gopis of Vrindavan and that Satchibama, the queen of Krishna, also shows it and that it says they give up their ornaments, they, they get into a morose mood, they go in utter despair, they, they scratch the ground with their toenails, but then the goddess of, of fortune, because she has her own opulence, she is approaching it through opulence, and so she comes with an army, right? She comes with her own army, and she is uh, attacking, uh, attacking the, uh, the procession. Uh, so... That is very interesting. Um, there are three types of women experiencing jealous anger. Sober women, restless women, and women both restless and sober. When a sober heroine sees her hero approaching him from a distance, she immediately stands up to receive him. When he comes near, she immediately offers him a place to sit. The sober heroine conceals, conceals her anger within her heart and externally speaks sweet words. When her lover embraces her, she returns his embrace. The sober heroine is very simple in her behavior. She keeps her jealous anger within her heart, but with mild words and smiles, she rejects the advances of her lover. The restless heroine, however, sometimes chastises her lover with cruel words, sometimes pulls his ear, and sometimes binds him with a flower garland. The heroine, who is a combination of sobriety and restlessness, always jokes with equivocal equivocal words. She sometimes praises her lover, sometimes blasphemes him, and sometimes remains indifferent. Uh, <clears throat> we read this already um, the other day, and Radharani is, of course, in in that left-wing mood or the, 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 the restless mood. And Chandravali is the sober, uh, in the sober mood. So Radharani is, is chastising. Radharani is... Um, they, Maybe the one that sometimes pulls his ear and binds him with the garland and so on. Uh, and the goddess of fortune, since she's majestic, you know, she's the queen, she is in all her majesty, she comes with an army and be and attacks Lord Jagannath. Uh, so someone said, Why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu spent uh, most time in Jagannath Puri. Um, well, in a sense, that is not... Comp he spent 24 years in Navadvip. Right? Then he spent six years in, uh, in South Indian pilgrimage, and then he spent 18 years in Jagannath Puri. Right? So, and, uh, and then within those six years, he also goes to Vrindavan and so on. Mm -hmm. um, well, because um, Navadvip Sridamayapur is the abode from where the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, is conquering the entire world. And whatever is hidden to the Vedas, right? What is what is not not known to the greatest scholars of the Vedas, um, it is said. What is not known to to millions of gurus, says Prabodhananda Saraswati, 
that is now known to the followers of Lord Chaitanya. Because no one, no one can give this. So Navadvip is the abode of the greatest gift. Navadvip is the abode of the of Odarya, it is Odaryadam, of the greatest generosity. It is Namumavananyaya. It is just flood, just flooding the world. Uh, and first we see that he's ex, he's in a covered way, um, in a covered way, in a hidden way, but he is establishing the principles of religion. And he is exposing the uh, the waste, the waste of time in just wrangling different meanings out of Vedic literature. In South India, Lord Chaitanya is the Acharya. He is the sannyasi. Um, he's the teacher of all the ashrams, and he establishes pure bhakti. Um, and uh, so in, in, in Jagannath Puri, um, Lord Chaitanya also continues uh, as an Acharya for uh, in, in the first portion of his stay there. Um, uh, when all the devotees come every year for Ratiyatra, um, Lord Chaitanya is, is very much um, dealing with all the devotees. And then we see in the latter part, as it is going on, Lord Chaitanya goes more into his internal consciousness and is actually showing us what love of God in separation is really about, uh, which is the, uh, yeah, the most important and ultimate, um, ultimate, uh, uh, most hidden portion of his teachings. That is the most intimate, most secret part of his teachings. Mm. Some very loud voice in the corridor. Mm. What to do? Uh, one sec. So that is also when we are in Jagannath Puri, um, then we also are appreciating that. You know, we're appreciating that mood of, of separation and we're appreciating that, uh, that depth of, of Lord Chaitanya's emotions and how it works. And when we are in, uh, in Mayapur, particularly uh, seeing how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is is flooding, uh, it's just flooding the entire world, and and just how how when he goes to uh, to Gaya and meets Iswara Puri after that, the dam breaks, and it is the flood, uh, and the flood in Mayapur is resembling the uh, the entire mission of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Whenever Mayapur floods, it is simply showing 
How Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is flooding the entire world with love of God, Srila Prabhupada explains like this. Um, and uh, Kavi Karnapur also addresses the flood. Uh, he addresses the flood in his Chaitanya Chandadoy Natak. And he says that uh, when there is a flood, uh, when there is a flood, the mercy of Lord Chaitanya is just flooding everything. And then one doesn't have to follow anymore the normal, regulated uh, process and path of the Vedas. Right? So one person said, well, if you don't follow the path of the Vedas, right, then, you know, it may, it may take a very long time before you reach the goal, the, ulti the, the ultimate goal. And Kavikarnapur uh, lets one of his characters say that, no, if you, at the time of a flood, right, you can, you don't go by the, the winding route of the path, but you can go straight with a boat over the water directly to your goal. Uh, so, Basically, there's the Vedic literature, and there's behavior below the Vedic literature, and there's behavior above the Vedic literature. Uh, so, the first person, if you don't follow the Vedas, and you go in behavior below the Vedic literature, yes, then it may take a long time to get to the absolute goal, to the ultimate goal. That's true. Um, and if you follow the Vedas, then we're on the path of getting to the ultimate goal. But if we go the path of pure bhakti, the path which is now uh, the path shown uh, by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the, the path of Prema Bhakti, then we're going straight to the very essence. Huh? And then no need to, to go to Gaya and perform a Shraddha ceremony for the benefit of one's departed ancestors. Um, although Chaitanya Mahaprabhu goes to Gaya and performs that, ceremony. That's not the real reason why he went. He went there to meet Iswara Puri and he went there to take to bhakti and not to just bring some auspiciousness for his departed father. Huh? Although he went on a real pilgrimage because we read the other day there are a lot of places there in Gaya and it's an interesting place to go to. But, but he went there specifically um, to to go on that path, the path of the flood of bhakti. Hmm. So Mayapur is that, that Odaryadam, that overflooding, that abundance that of mercy and that ab abundance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We see abundance everywhere. We also saw that in Mayapur. So much worship everywhere. So such a big program. I mean, the temple program is, is extended with so many things and it's more deities and it's just and the whole city of Mayapur was just so much alive with devotees and it will just more and more just just grow on abundance and the abundance of Srida Mayapur um, will just gradually manifest more and more mm. and and there should be everywhere Kirtan and everywhere lectures we we read 
in the, in the Krishna book, how in the ancient city of Kazi, right? Kazi, there was, was a very opulent city, but uh, of course the king of Kazi joined Pondraka, and Pondraka was claiming that he was Vishnu, and, uh, and, and wrote Krishna a letter that he should give up his false position as the Supreme Lord. And then everyone laughed and then it came to a battle and Pondraka came on the battlefield with two false arms. Uh, anyway, Pondraka was killed, but somehow the king of Kazi had an alliance and was supporting Pondraka. So then uh, Krishna also sent the Sudarshan Chakra into the city of Kazi. And it said that the city was totally destroyed and there were, it was an amazing city. It said in that city, there were like many, many lecturing platforms, as many as 30,000 lecturing platforms all throughout the city. So the whole city was constructed around worship and around the Vedic culture and around Kata based on Veda. Um, so this is, is amazing. And Mayapur also should be a place where there's endless kata. So it, that, that the transcendental and endless chanting of the holy name, Kirtan, so that the, uh, the uh, transcendental sound vibration is just overflowing. Uh, because really the flood uh, coming out of Mayapur must be a flood of transcendental sound vibration. Um, and when that reaches us, it's also transcendental sound vibration. Yes, hearing and chanting, sravanam, kirtanam, smaranam, hearing, chanting, and remembering. Those are the, that is the real substance. Uh, that is really the real substance of Lord Chaitanya's mercy. If we take shelter of Lord Chaitanya, that is where it is, sravanam, kirtanam, smaranam, hearing, chanting, and remembering. And in this way, uh, we are uh, practicing our spiritual life, increasing our hearing, chanting, and remembering. Just as I see our Paravyoma, and I never told him the meaning of his name. So Paravyoma uh, means the spiritual sky. It refers to uh, Vaikuntha. Yes, Paravyoma. It is the spiritual sky. Yes. So um, then I can quickly even look in a Sanskrit dictionary one second. Okay. And then Yeah. Yes, exactly. See Vyoma means it means heaven or sky, right? So Paravyoma is the 
para means above, right? So it's not the ordinary sky, but it is the uh, paravyoma, the spiritual sky. Yes. So what is the business of the spiritual sky? It is sravanam, kirtanam, smaranam. It is hearing, chanting, and remembering. And pastimes, uh, pastimes of the Supreme Lord. Uh, different ways of performing the pastimes of the Supreme Lord. Um, yes. So in this way, we are um, always hearing, chanting, and remembering. In the spiritual world, uh, of course, you know, one can serve Krishna directly in person, and one can cook for Krishna, and one can see to Krishna's physical, physical comfort. We see when Krishna is, is taking his bath in the morning, it becomes an abhishek. There's a whole number of, of devotees that are all part in that daily bath, and they're arranging uh, the, the bathing paraphernalia and... Uh, some of the cowherd boys are assisting in putting ankle bells on Krishna and all these things. Um, so, uh, in this way then, in the material world, we have deity worship that gives us the opportunity to render that personal service. Then we can cook for Krishna. Then we can wake him up in the morning, as Yasoda wakes up Krishna in the morning. No? So, in this way, uh, the ninefold process of devotional service, which is taught by Sitya Mahaprabhu, Sravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaranam, Padasevanam, Archanam, Vandanam, Dasyam, Sakyam, Atmanivedanam. This ninefold process of devotional service, which is taught by Sitya Mahaprabhu, based on Srimad Bhagavatam, that is uh, is possible to uh, and that gives us these are the activities of the spiritual world hearing chanting remembering and serving the deity in various ways um, yes so the bhagavad vidi and the panchuratriki vidi uh, panchuratriki the uh, the ritualistic activities of worshiping the deity. Therefore, we see deity worship in uh, in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, and we see the pastimes of Sakshi Gopal, we see the pastimes uh, where, where the deity becomes a witness. Uh, we see the pastime of Kirachor Gopinath, who steals the Kir, and we see the pastor of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanting to embrace Jagannath, seeing Krishna. Not just going before the deity and praying to the deity, O oh Lord, please uh, look after me. O oh Lord, please give me strength. O oh Lord, uh, oh Lord, please give me bhakti. O oh Lord, please give me love of God. O oh Lord, uh, that is... We are still not having love of God, and therefore we are also still not seeing the deity completely like the personality of Godhead. Uh, to, 
to some extent, to some extent, we are looking uh, at the, uh, yeah, to some extent, we're still looking at the deity uh, like a form representing Krishna. We still, when we stand before the deity, we still, still experience distance from Krishna. And so we're praying, you know, please give me, and we're praying for devotional things. We're not praying, oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz or whatever material benefit. No, we've given that up. We just pray for bhakti. We just pray for spiritual things. But it means we're still far away. We still experience him as far away, even when we're in front of the deity, because we're not fully recognizing the deity as Krishna himself. If we would, we would just, just, just be like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who wanted to embrace the deity and who would fall in ecstasy on the ground. Uh, who says to Advaita Acharya, um, Acharya, what did you do after you took darshan of Lord Jagannath? Uh, I came to you. No, no, what did you do? Oh, uh, oh I, 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 did, I circumambulated the deity. Then I've defeated you. Because Advaita Acharya, you turned your back to the deity. Whereas me, I always stand in a place where my eyes remain fixed on the Lord. Right? Love, seeing Krishna, completely seeing Krishna. Not just circumambulating of the deity, which should be done at least four times, means we are circumambulating the entire universe. Right? And we are, 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 are in this way, uh, Worshipping the Supreme Lord as the, as the center as, as of the universe, as the Supreme Lord of the universe, as Jagadish, as the, uh, as the Lord of the universe. But um, we're approaching him. Uh, we're approaching him in a formal way. We're approaching him in, in the hope to become elevated. We're not approaching him in transcendental madness. We're not approaching him in, in totally overwhelmed by love and just jumping and dancing in front of the deity of Haridev, just on the banks of Manasi Ganga in Vrindavan and in, in just an ecstasy beyond control. And everyone is just looking at, at, at what is this? Yes. Uh, yes, the last time I came there for Parikram, the temple was closed. Uh, in the end, we did get, uh, we entered into the temple, and they opened the doors of the temple, and we had a kirtan there, but we did not see the deity, so we must still go to Haridev Mandir. Uh, at Manasi Ganga. Yes. And maybe just spend there a long time in an ecstatic kirtan. And just dance and dance. And remember Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as he danced, as he danced, as he danced. And let us dance because he is dancing. And of course, his dancing is different than ours. His dancing, he throws himself in the air and he just comes down and he doesn't care how he lands because 
his heart is dancing in ecstasy and his body is just following that ecstasy. And we may dance in enthusiasm and we may dance to celebrate, but our dancing is still, is, is, is still, uh, we're still conscious. Uh, now I'm dancing. This is fun. I'm dancing. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is just beyond himself. So let us dance, let us dance. And this dancing itself will uplift us uh, above our limitation. Let us dance, and by dancing, let us rise above our limitations. Uh, when I was new in Krishna consciousness, and I had just joined in Vrindavan, and I, I was now wearing a dhoti, and uh, I was there in the temple. And then this one devotee comes to me and says, dance. And I go like, it felt like, Someone was trying to force me to dance. And I, I felt like, well, I don't feel like dancing. You know, dancing is something that you have to feel. So no, just dance. Just dance, when, what, whether you feel like it or not. Because once you dance, the dance will, will take you away. When we dance for the Lord, it will take us away. Mm. So in this way, um, our shelter of Chaitanya Charitamrita is important. Let me take a book off the shelf for a moment. Yeah. Let's see if I can reach that. So this is a book by Obi Al Kapoor called Lord Chaitanya. It is, uh, he has done a few books, quite a few on Lord Chaitanya. In another book, uh, oh. in another book, he writes about uh, the philosophy and religion of Chaitanya. He gets really into the teachings. Here he gets more into the uh, he gets he gets more into the uh, uh, pastimes of Lord Chaitanya and uh, I will now the table of contents is is interesting oh that is some loose pages so first he, he goes, in, in the first chapter, he discusses why did Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appear as Sri Krishna Chaitanya? Uh, okay, then he says Krishna's, uh, the internal reason, the external reason, and also uh, his divinity as the Supreme Lord. Uh, then he gets into, in the second chapter, into materials for the biography of Sri Chaitanya. Then he describes the advent of Lord Chaitanya. Then he describes the child and all the miracles and all the pastimes of Nimai. Uh, 
Then he describes the mischievous schoolboy. Then he describes Nimai, who is like, like as a scholar, and he gets into what he calls a crusade, uh, mm, or as a scholar, how he's even, even arguing with the Vaishnavas. And, and uh, then we get like how the, uh, the Vaishnavas, how there, uh, how there is, uh, how, how there is, is uh, he calls it a crusade against the Vaishnavas and how the persecution of, uh, of Haridas and, uh, and then he returns, he said, but now the Pandit turns Vaishnava. And it begins his teachings. And then it said, the Lord's self-manifestation, the Mahaprakash, the Lord, it began to uh, show his, uh, well, no, this was this, just the beginning in, in Advaita Charya's house. And then there's a meeting of Nichananda. Then Advaita Charya's realization of Mahaprabhu's divinity, Sankirtan at the house of Srivas, and then the grand manifestation of divinity, the Mahaprakash Lila. So that's a very nice translation, you know, uh, in the house of Shiva's very first wrote. Now, that just that we call it the grand manifestation of divinity, that is already like, boom, it sort of puts the lens on what is happening there. Uh, deliverance of Jagai and Madai, Mahaprabhu's dance as Lakshmi in the house of Chandrasekhar. Now the pastimes, the deliverance of the Kazi, right? The whole Sankirtan procession, uh, Mahaprabhu's sannyas on the way to Nilachala, darshan of Lord Jagannath. He described it just now. Huh? The Lord wanted to embrace the deity. Travels in the south, back to Nilachala. All the devotees from Bengal arrive. Ceremonies of Lord Jagannath, Snanyatra, uh, Gunditchamarjan, Nayanus, different festivals, and then Ratiatra. Um, then visiting Bengal, the journey to Vrindavan, and the return journey to Nilachala. And coming back to Nilachala, meeting Rupa and Sanatan again, this time in Nilachala, Raghunath in Nilachala, uh, Jagadananda, and his love wrangles with Mahaprabhu, wants him to have a mattress, wants him to have scented oil, all in Nilachala. Haridas passes away in Nilachala, and fine and other pastimes. And finally, uh, the divine madness of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He has, in this way, really uh, given us a, a, a nice overview. You know, I'm just looking at the uh, table of contents. I'm already liking it. And uh, let's uh, just read a little bit from the book. Mm, 652. Towards the end. Okay, almost there. 
Haridas became old. Still he continued to do Harinam Japa three lakh times a day. One day when Govind went to Haridas with the prasad of Jagannath, he saw that he was lying down and doing Harinam slowly, not loudly as usual. He said, Haridas, get up, take prasad. Haridas got up and said, I shall fast because I've not been able to complete Nam Japa. Then in order to respect Prasad, he put a single piece of rice in his mouth and lay down again. The next day, Mahaprabhu came and asked, Haridas, how's your health? Haridas replied, Prabhu, the body is healthy, but not the mind. Uh, on account of old age, I cannot complete the number of Japa. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in, or Krishna's Kavi writes, he writes it a little different. He writes like, uh, Lord Chaitanya says, what is your disease? Uh, uh, it's like, uh, and he says, my disease is that I cannot finish my rounds. That's the way Krishna Das puts it. Anyway, Mahaprabhu was happy to hear this. His heart melted, but trying to conceal his bath, he said, Haridas, you are a Siddha Mahapurush. You are born for the good of the world, and you have been doing three lakh nam japa only to set an example for others. Now that you're old, you can reduce the number of japa. Hmm. Haridas felt very much hurt to hear his praise. Weeping aloud, he fell at the feet of Mahaprabhu and said, Do like this. I'm too low and undeserving. You are Bhagavan and the master of your will. You make everyone dance as you will. You're also making me dance at your will. Then why do you hurt me by, by my praise? Mahaprabhu felt unhappy at heart to hear what Haridas said in utter humility. He kept on looking at his melancholy face, with eyes swimming in tears. Then Haridas said in a voice, choked with emotion, Prabhu, I have to make a request. I know that you will withdraw your leela. Give me the boon that I do not leave to see that day and die soon. Mahaprabhu was shocked. He said with tears streaming out of his eyes and throat choked with emotion, Haridas, well, what do you say? If you go away, how shall I live? Why are you so cruel as to deprive me of the pleasure of your company? Who is there whom I can call my own except my devotees like you? Haridas said, Prabhu, do not delude me by saying so. There are crores of Mahaparushas to assist you in your leela. What will you lose if an insect like me dies? With this he fell at the feet of Mahaprabhu and began to weep. Then resting his head upon his feet, he said in a trembling voice, Prabhu, this insect undeservedly aspires after one more favor. Listen, it wants to die with your lotus feet on its breast, looking at your moonlike face and chanting your sweet name. Do you give this boon? Tell me. Just like moon, suddenly covered by clouds, Mahaprabhu's face suddenly became dark. He could not say anything. For a long time, he continued to think with head cast downwards. Then with a sigh, he said in a low voice, Hari, Hari does whatever your desire. Krishna cannot but fulfill. But I'm thinking, how shall I live without you? He said this and became silent. After some time, he shrieked out, Hari does, Hari does. And weeping through his arms around him, the whole body of Hari does was drowned in his tears. And a trill passed through his spine on account of this touch, causing horror, palation, tremor in the other sattvika bars. After Mahaprabhu had thus indicated that his desire would be fulfilled Haridas with his peace. He said, Haridas, it is now midday, so you may go. Kindly give darshan tomorrow after having the darshan of Jagannath. Mahaprabhu understood that Haridas wanted his desire to be fulfilled the next day.
So he's retelling the story from you know, both Chaitanya Charitamrita, Chaitanya Bhagavat, and so on. Um, and uh, and he adds his he adds a flavor, and and through it, uh, through this writing, we enter a little deeper. We we also we get another angle, uh, just as we hear the descriptions again and again, sometimes from Chaitanya Charitamrita. And sometimes from a devotee speaking about Chaitanya Charitamrita, and it will, or about pastimes of Krishna from other scripture, and it will bring new life. And that is why we're hearing Bhagavatam every day from a new speaker, and we get a different angle and a different insight. And, and, and we bring that back to our reading of the Bhagavatam, and we go deeper. And now we're bringing that back to penetrating deeper into the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And so, I'm taking shelter of the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Daya Kare, Avichar Vichara Karita Chitta Pavachamakar. Um, I have heard that if one takes shelter of trying to understand the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that then amazement, amazement will manifest in the heart. Oh, my dear Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami. Oh, please, please give me this amazement. May your words manifest in my heart. That is my prayer to your lotus feet. Um, many years ago, I desired, uh, I desired. O Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami, to get your blessings, to write a book about the Chaitanya Charitamrita. I went to your Bhajan Kutir in Radhakund. And as I went there, uh, I prayed. I prayed that I might be able to write such a book. And I pray, and these lectures now are, are the foundation. And I pray that I may finish that book. Mm. And, and then, um, from Radhakund, I went back to Vrindavan. And then, um, later that day, um, Burijan Prabhu came and he brought, when I was back in Vrindavan, he came and he gave me a garland from the Samadhi of Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami from uh, his time in Radhadamadar. And remembering, remembering the pastime of Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami, who prayed to Lord. Madan Mohan for a confirmation that he should write Chaitanya Charitamrita and a garland fell from the deity. And I had prayed to, uh, to Krishna Skaviraj Goswami and, and later uh, to, for the strength to write this book about the CC. And later I came back to Vrindavan and Burijan had been to the Samadhi of Krishnas in Vrindavan and brought me the garland. So I took it 
that Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami is blessing me to write this book. So I pray to do so. And as Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami said that the whole episode which happened with Madan Mohan, when, when he went before Madan Mohan and prayed whether he should, the Vaishnavas had already expressed their desires, but Krishnadas was still not sure if he should write Chaitanya Charitamrita. He went before Madan Mohan, paid his obeisances, a garland falls, and he gets the garland. Right. Then he took it, all right. So, uh, and Krishnadas says that, although I should not tell this story, because some may think that I am in this way uh, establishing my own glories. Um, but I must tell it, because I must tell about the mercy of Mahaprabhu. So in the same way, I have not told this story. Uh, I only mentioned it to Burijan, who gave me the garland. Uh, I went to, to, to Krishnadas' Bhajan Kutir at the, in Radhakund to pray that I could write a book about the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And, and I came back to Vrindavan and, now, and then Burijan powerful pure devotee comes with a garland of of Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami uh, and, and he brings me the garland it's also a garland you know and and I'm not telling the story that it is it is me who is special I'm telling the story for only one reason. Um, I'm telling the story. How special is Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami? How much does he embody the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? And that even when someone like me, who's not a scholar, who's not learned, uh, but who, if he has a desire, that he will encourage. So I have spent many, many years reading and reading and reading and reading so many books and so many things. Uh, and despite the fact that I read all these books, still I'm not learned. Uh, in front of a scholar, a real scholar, I am a dwarf. I don't have the intelligence of a scholar. But anyway, somehow or other, I've read all these books and now I'm pulling things together. And I want to somehow or other uh, write a book and, and, uh, and glorify the Chaitanya Charitamrita because I, I feel deeply, deeply in my heart that this world needs the Chaitanya Charitamrita and that it's not just another book that you sort of read after you've read the Bhagavatam, and most, uh, many never even start the Bhagavatam, never, uh, of those who start the Bhagavatam, many never finish the Bhagavatam, and then very few start the Chaitanya Charitamrita. It's like, like, but we need, we need the Chaitanya Charitamrita. We need Lord Chaitanya. Uh, 
Nitai Padabina Bhai Radha Krishna Paitanai without the mercy of the lotus feet of Lord Nichananda, we will not be able to get uh, Radha and Krishna. We will not be able to go to Vrindavan. So in this way, I'm telling you this story um, not with some false humility. The fact that I'm writing this book, um, I'm trying to write this book, and that I received the blessings of Krishna Kaviraj Goswami. To do so is his great kindness on me. Um, and by his kindness and his mercy, if I make a very serious endeavor, I hope that I will be able to produce a book that will, be, will have some use and will be faithful will be faithful to the proper meaning of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Hare Krishna. Uh, thank you very much. Sri Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami Maharaj Ki Jai.